After years of training and thousands of hours of practice, secret affairs can happen at any time. My kneecap once moved over to the side of my leg. I once tore a pectoral muscle completely off my shoulder. I once had surgery five times, five times, five times, five times, five times in my left knee. My tendon got torn off the bone like I don't have sex anymore. With every smoke I take, my body, my life, and my career is on the line. Don't risk yours. Please smoke responsibly. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes. We back again. We're here again and another week of wrestling in the bag. Another one. And it's just been a wild one, but I think the ladies kind of, the ladies are stealing the show today. Ladies first, as yeah, they say. literally ladies first. So, um. We got it first, right. First on our list, I guess. And it goes hand in hand. Yeah, money in the bank. Hand in hand with each other, so we're gonna start off with money in the bank. I mean, the first match was the women's ladder. It was, and yeah. and uh, congrats, congratulations yeah. to Liv Morgan. She well deserved, very extremely well deserved. When she won, I'm, I started. Eulis can tell you, I started fucking cheering. I mean, it needs to happen. It wasn't the most memorable women's money in the bank match, but it had the right winner, and it's something that we've all been waiting for. So that's what made it like. Okay, this is a pretty good start to the show. And the show kept going as they say the beat goes on. It actually was a pretty good beat. I'm actually like looking at him. I'm like looking at him and I'm just like, is it me or is this pay-per-view actually decent? Yeah. The shock of uh Theory losing the title. Mm -hmm. Uh Theory losing the Lashley. Now Lashley's US champion again. Yep, and that's what and that's what sealed our fate for fantasy. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins put on probably the best match of the whole night against the Usos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now we're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Which, get... if the split happens, I really think it's a stupid-ass decision. I was going to say, can we get New Day involved with that? Uh, they're feuding with the heel Viking Raiders. You Which, know? it's good that they're actually pushing them. Shit. It's cool that they're actually giving them a heel turn because I yeah. think that's something they deserve. They came out with the fucking shield and were beating the, the shit out of people. You were, you were, you were just looked at me and go, look, look, they're actual Viking shields. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And then I showed you like them like being stuck in the corner and like them like clubbing them with it in the corner, just smacking them. And I'm like, throwing oh them off God. like the fucking like ropes and then just yeeting them with it. It's like, yo, they're really fucking using them. <laughs> But and then uh, Natalia versus uh, Ronda. That was pretty fucking technical for what it was. Yeah, yeah. it was very technical. It was well, very like well, thought out, played thing. out. A heart most, got out wrestled. Well, here's yeah, the, here's the I remember thing. saying that Eddie was laughing well, in the here's chat. The thing most people don't really realize that Natalia can actually wrestle. Like you just don't see it that often. They don't really. Like, you really her, don't see it that often. Natalia is only like real like credible that thing that she has because like she was like divas champion that one time smackdown women's champion that lasted for like a spell she was mainly yeah. a person known as to beat naomi the heart dynasty and we'll come back to that later because i actually have something to say about that yeah the heart dynasty was amazing it was amazing but it was more or less just fake focused on tyson kid and like uh davy boy jr i mean she never held the divas title while they were champion they never played that angle it wasn't until after they broke up, but it was pretty good. Like, uh, 
they had like the grounded arm bar while having her leg trapped and she actually tapped out as a pretty cool finish. Yeah. And also she had worked over her leg, so Ronda limped. And then Liz music queued up. And you remember, I was like, no, no, not now, Liv. Wrong champion. Don't do it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, no. And I'm just yeah, like, some people... and then the bell rung. And I'm like, don't lose. Don't lose. She kicked that freaking woman in her damn knee like she was Amanda Nunez. And just fucking pinned her up for a quick cradle pin. And it was the three count. And then this is what also sealed our fate. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Because Ronda yeah. won and then... Ronda lost. Yeah, it kind of evened out. And so it was just, just like, like, well, other people have Ronda, so I guess screw them too. Like, <laughs> and it's like, eh. So she actually won. Yeah. That and, was nuts. And Ronda handing her the title. Yeah, that show that respect. Really I'm like, oh, God. Are they going to have her turn heel and just have that be the thing going rather than Liv's moment? Yeah. But no, they actually gave it to her. And let her, and hugged her. And then also apparently... Uh, Jersey girl is women's champion again. I don't think she's... I don't think this run's going to be for that long. The one thing I remember telling you afterwards is the only way I can see this, because there was like reports coming out saying that it's not going to last very long. Mm-hmm. But... uh. The only way I'd be okay with it, if you really want to give her one win, do a triple threat with Natalia because she just got moved to the SmackDown brand officially because she was a Raw star before winning. Yeah, that would that would make it a. I was gonna which say, is a little cool like factoid that I want to point out because it's pretty cool when you think about it. Well, because what I was gonna say was uh, one of Ronda's friends who was there posted saying uh, Ronda didn't yeah, like want to be photographer. Personal photographer. Yeah, Ronda. Uh, apparently, Ronda said that she didn't want to be champion and that it was Liv's time to be champion. I think she more or less likes it when she's a heel champion. I think she's starting to get that now because that little like promo tidbit with uh, Natalia, how it started for a little bit, mm-hmm. where she just like roasted her whole career out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. When meanwhile, since she came back, it's been like, yeah, was just like, okay, so heel soon. I guess that's the, really the best version of Ronda. I mean, the the face run, it was cool when she comes back. The first one. The second one was just like, well, this rumble sucks. <laughs> well, I, so, I, and I was going to say, uh, Liv, congratulations, but I hope she doesn't lose it soon because she worked way too hard just to drop it after one defense. It yeah. made them say more than just New Jersey because I remember they were saying like, oh, from New Jersey. Fucking Michael Cole actually said from Elmwood Park and it's like, wow, you can remember the name of a New Jersey town for a superstar. Kind of impressed with you. But the only way I can see that like short reign being okay is if you have the triple threat in my opinion just to give her that one win. Mm-hmm. She freaking wins. Have it be to the Natalia's interference of Ronda. So you have Ronda turn heel afterwards, like a Becky situation. Yeah. Except it's Ronda, so it's just more violent. Then have Ronda beat her. Then have her away from the world title scene. Have her win the Rumble to face Ronda at WrestleMania in a singles match. I don't want no fucking bullshit when Charlotte comes back because we know that's coming. It is. Yeah. Or unless if you want to do Charlotte, just go with that fucking phrase that she said after she got drafted to SmackDown where she lost to her and said, next time I'm going to be here, like I'm going to be real. Mm-hmm. Bring that up if you really want to do that for some sick fans out there. Then just have that singles match at Mania, have her win. That's the only thing I would be okay with if – uh. They actually go through with that yeah. because it feels organic. It it's a nice build and it's a proven formula that works. I yeah. mean, they kind of proved a lot of, our, I won't say a lot of our opinions, but I know most of our opinions about uh, Becky and Bianca and that squash at SummerSlam, yeah. just yeah. leading to that mania match. 
And, and that made that's that mania match made that squash feel okay to me. Yeah, it was just like you know what I can actually look on that pretty fondly because we got this banger out of this, and honestly, that might be the best women's match at Mania ever. Give and take. We but, don't really have a high bar. No. But uh, Bianca defeated Carmella. Yeah, and they had that little teaser of them going again, which. Giant sigh. Yeah. Yeah, we hear Corey Graves orgasming again. Oh man, I finished. We finished our drinks when we heard him started to talk during that match. Uh, For me, it was before the entrances because it's just like I gotta, I gotta get through this. Uh, and then the match that made all of us groan. Yeah. So the- match <laughs> queued up after the entrances. In comes Bald Pierce, totally not GM Adam Pierce. Okay. And he basically said, said, there's going to be an eighth man. Like, I see your seven, and I'll raise you an eight, as you would say in Vegas. Yeah, did the, although their fucking first odds didn't work out for them. I mean, we're not at the original venue. And then, Q, and then <laughs> out comes Austin Theory. Yeah. So, essentially, what you're uh, – I'm going to bring this up. This is the way it felt to me anyway. Remember the year where – Lesnar won? No, no, no. Where Roman lost his oh, yeah. match that night. Oh, stop bringing me back to that night. No, I the, hate the it one, so much. The one where Roman lost early in the night and then came out as number 30 in the Royal Rumble? Dude, don't no, you know me what's of one of my biggest Later disappointments. Later that night, Wait, you know what's no funny? One, everyone fucking hated it. If ever there was to be a live reaction in the afterlife, people need to look that shit up for me. Because <laughs> that was such a memeable thing. I need to get this bullshit out, because I never talked about this openly. You li- it's funny that you say that, because he told me that story the same night, that the same fucking night. That's, oh, dude. that's exactly how I, I felt I was about so it. disappointed. So, if, to make it clear... Finn Balor was probably one of my favorite guys ever on the main roster at that point. I thought, yo, when he comes back, he's going to own this shit. Because it's like, yeah, Vince may be scoffing, but it's like, come on, that return has to be something. It's got to be something. And also, he's fairly good right now. Like, at the brand split, they're, like, obeying to it. But there's too many fucking (laughs) pay-per-views. So it's like, ah, shit, but... The number came out because Roman lost to Owens. So when he lost to Owens, it was like, okay, he's out. We're thinking Rumble's going to be fair and clear. Rumble comes out number 30. It's ticking down. I rip off whatever bullshit I'm wearing because I had a Balor shirt hidden underneath because I thought I was cool for some reason. So right when the number came down, we're all staring at the screen. And I'm like, it's got to be Balor. I'm like already getting ready to throw the two speed up, but I just hear, dead, dead. And it was a room full of us, too. We all and at that moment, all of you, we didn't, you, I wasn't there, there. but the sound of it, we all collectively. I looked at Eddie, he looked at me, and then all of us, everyone in the room, collectively looked at Eulis. It was at that moment, his soul left his body. That they fucked up. It's like, it was like, yo, if this was like a Marvel thing that was about the Hawk. It's like, yo, man, those days without incident just reset to fucking zero. Like, app, he's he's pissed off. Like, Banner's going to fuck up like fucking Nork for some reason now. So, I was so next level because I'm just like. Your soul left your body in disappointment. No, it's like I found an unearthly anger that passed like 
paranoia levels, mm. and all of a sudden I was like a fucking Terminator. There you go. That's a new way. Of I it. was angry as shit. That, that That's was, how that felt. It except mid card, <laughs> the mid card version. And I know, like Joey's actually for it. And I get his point of view for it because he said it's like pushing a new star, I mean, which I, I get. I, I agree with that, and I have nothing against theory. I just think they I pushed just, the wrong star. Yeah, they pushed <laughs> the him a little too star. quick. I don't think theory's ready. Like, give him some more time with the U.S. title. That's let what I take, thought they were going to do. Let him take that title and run with it. Like, at least have you couldn't even have him cheat to win on pay per view once. I thought it was so obvious that it was just going to happen. But no, it's just like, did he just tap? They're, oh, they're playing Bob. What the fuck? So that just felt like a version of that, but just like for the U.S. Title. We really got fucked on this night for the Fantasy League. I mean, we it had. It was weird that night, man. I it was even, really hoping. Wow. It evened out for two different fucking matches. Even though it looked like Riddle was going to win on numerous occasions. That floating yeah. bro, though. Yeah. That was beautiful. I wish it would have been Riddle that one. After For after watching sake, that yeah. match, I wished it I wished it was him. I had Rollins going in just because it's like, yo, we have one we're doing if this is truly the last damn time that we're seeing Brock versus Roman ever. Cause it better be. Cause we're freaking tired of it. I saw on Twitter somebody talking about, yo, let me tell you about how Brock is gonna beat Roman. Everybody was just like memes of like the door, get out it, or just no, no. And hey, look at this, no, no, we're not hearing. You know what that means? If Brock wins, rematch, rematch. There's gonna be another rematch. We're not gonna talk about that what? bullshit. What hell Brock is up? not winning. I don't care if he comes back looking like the Incredible Hulk and has to like come out through the side of the Titan Tron. I don't care if we just have to put him over that badly, especially if you freaking defy like the laws of physics and time and bring the past one to be like, hey, yo, we can bring superstars back from the past into the future for real. So it's not Brock versus Roman. It's Brock. It's Roman versus 2002 Brock. So no, we're not going to talk about bullshit like that. Because then they'll start to go down the rabbit hole of, okay, so when's Eddie coming back? And if so, is he going to talk about that shit that Orton said? So, like, I was really hoping that Seth was going to win and put us in that same scenario to be that get-out-of-jail-free card for when the first time we thought this match was going to be shit, which was the first time this match happened. But, you guys, remember, you guys yeah. remember that? Mania 31 was looking kind of off. With the build, it's like this mania looks like it's gonna suck. We're gonna we're gonna get these guys ten times. Like what's gonna happen? Like Brock wins, that's what happens. I still remember because I was like one of the first. That was like the first mania I had watched, like after like quitting WWE for like a while. That wasn't like a big four pay per view, mm -hmm. and I just remember that image of them playing tug of war with the belt. It's like no, this is my belt. No, it's my belt. That's how it felt looking at it. And, and that's how they went off the air. It's not like, I'm like, Brock is really playing tug. Why isn't Brock putting him in the hospital right now? <laughs> and it began, and This it, is Brock Lesnar. And think the about guy it. who nearly walked out that year. And think about it. Fucking years later, they'd be tug of warring over Paul Heyman. Yeah. And it was nuts. Right. And the thing is, Seth saved us from that situation because it was looking like that 
that Mania main event was going to be the first one that truly sucked for a long time. Because Mania 30 was so great that we thought the next one had to be either the next big thing or just a, the next big L. So the next with that big build, turn. it didn't really look good. So that Mania surprised us, but that Seth part was always memorable. And yeah. I feel that was an extra jail get out of jail free card that I was so hoping we we're going to be in that same situation with again. But no. But, yeah. but overall, this pay-per-view is pretty good. Yeah. I definitely would recommend. I told Nick to look at it just for the tag match, and I think the tag match might make you stay. And he's like, "All right, I'll check it out." And here we are talking about it, so it's pretty, pretty good from them. I yeah. give it like a solid B from them. I'll agree. I'll agree. I'll about it. A solid B. It's not a B minus because it wasn't anything it's just outwardly be a solid. A it's a solid. It was B. just an all right show because it went from that it's a stadium and Cody's gonna win to. So what happened okay. was so for me for me so I, I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you pay attention to our Instagram, I don't know who, who needs to hear this. But if you're barbecuing chicken and you check the wing, and the w- inside of the wing looks like Cody's peck, put the wing back on the grill. That's a new one. Salmonella is a thing, folks. That's a new one. I haven't heard that. Did you think about that on your own? That was pretty good. Oh, no. Uh, shout out to Still Real After Party for coming up with that meme. I just decided to say it right now. I mean, it's pretty accurate. I haven't heard it till now, so that's pretty good. Shout out to Still Real After Party. They are, like geni- they are geniuses when it comes to memeing. It's amazing. Um, And I wanted to bring this up because uh, from Money in the Bank, the first match was the women's uh, title match, uh, women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm. Uh, Shotzi deleted her Twitter. Oh yeah, because of we have to uh, talk about that now. Because of so, some, because of some botches that so, she made in the match. So she made botches in the match, and said botches in the match called for a bunch of people to really, really criticize her on Twitter. Yeah, like heavy, like. Like, like, like she said herself, bad. she had to have like personal friends like tell her, like uh, like you slap know, her awake. Yeah, like to slap her awake. Like yo, it kind of doesn't matter because like there are some people actually telling her that they wish that like she had gotten fired and stuff like that. Like she she get like released just from like having these botches and shit. So it was pretty nuts to hear that she actually yeah. deactivated <clears throat> it. I mean, I follow her on there, so I instantly looked when I looked at it. You just see like. The top of the profile, and that's it. It doesn't show yeah. no tweets or anything. And Rhea Ripley, uh, I saw this earlier today. Yeah, she, she put sa- her uh, post out. She said it best. Hi, Danny here, her real name. Uh, just wanted to point out that wrestlers and any form of entertainers is a real-life uh, human off-screen. Don't wish harm on anyone. Don't wish for anyone to be buried. Don't wish for anyone to be fired. F in disgrace. I mean, at the end of the day, she's correct. Yeah. I mean, we touched on, like, it's literally like we, I brought up last time. It's like the comparison with the music, with, like, music as well. When the music stops, different people. When the cameras stop rolling, there's still people at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, also 2022 like the, people, like, come on. Even in up. her, like, response to it, like, it's a ladder match. Things can go wrong. Like, it's a yeah. ladder match. Yeah, a ladder 
match ladder. Like yeah. I still remember, like when it put like Sheamus on the show. Remember like, that? Like be great, be grateful that no one got hurt. Match. Like, remember when it put, like, Sheamus on the shelf back, like, a while ago? Yeah, that was bad. Like, be grateful no one got hurt. Yeah. Like, Good. even though, like, everybody wants to talk about that one spot, which was, like, that electric chair, like, to Alexa, where she just kind of, like, fell back and, like, tumbled and just, like, fell into a standing ladder. Mm-hmm. It was, like, yeah, like, it's a bad, like, like mistake, but it's, like, it didn't take away from the match. Yeah, and it's also, like, ever heard of fucking balance? Yeah, and it's, like... That's not even, like, the one thing that people were even talking about after the match was over. After the match was over, they were talking about Liv. Yeah. It's like, everybody freaking, like, Everybody kind of forgot, like, everyone kind of forgot about it once Liv won. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see anybody talking about it, like, once Liv won. It was just, like, she deserves this. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but hope everything is well with Shotzi. Hope she, like... Take some time away, get because I know she said she's been struggling with mental health. So definitely uh, send your thoughts and prayers with her. Make sure that she's all right because you know what? At the end of the day, we're all human beings. We should all be loving and supporting each other, not tearing each other down for the most simple mistakes. Yeah, screw you guys that work. Like I was actually surprised to hear that to the point where she actually took her Twitter down. Like that's actually yeah. sad on people's end. But. Uh, in other news, like, uh, I, like I said earlier, this is really a one for the ladies. Like, yeah. As reported earlier, or a few days ago, I'm not sure when it was reported, but uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi have been removed from WWE's internal roster pages. Yeah, I think about yesterday they brought that yeah. up. Yeah, it was about it's, yesterday they happened. said that she got removed off the in, both of them got removed off the internal roster. It's happened. And, and both, there's like still both, no plans for even if they say yes to like re-signing or something. And both of them have removed any mention of WWE from their Twitter bio and or put, any bio. And put, and put professional, professional wrestler. That's not even the biggest part. And started following Tony Khan. Well, that's Sasha. I don't know if Naomi did, but I know Sasha did. How much of a kick in the balls would that be? That it already is a kick in that, the balls that's no, happening. No, that it's a continuous your, one. That one of your top stars in Roman Reigns and the Usos, you know, oh yeah, their wife, one of their wives just went over and signed with the other with the quote unquote enemy that but, they keep looking at. And and like uh <laughs> you, funny as hell. You was, brought, you was brought it up earlier when talking about Natalia. And, like, Naomi only had the women's title twice, vacated it once, and then won it back at Mania for the second time. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't done anything. No. Like, That's basically been her career. Like, before winning the title, the titles with uh, Sasha, which it's been 49 days since those belts have been vacated. Oh, where's your tournament? two months. And where's your tournament yeah, at? Yeah, where is that? Yeah. I remember them announcing it. We're going to have a women's tag team tournament to decide. Oh, okay. I sat back. I'm like, I can't wait to watch this tournament. I really can't wait to watch. That's code for we're never putting the titles back on on television ever again. I remember hearing that. we had no plans for a women's tag division anymore. We have a women's – we're going to have a women's tag tournament. Okay. Who's going to be in the tournament? Who's going to be in it? What women tag teams do you have? It's like, even if you include NXT, that's like one side of the bracket. One. Come on. You guys have outlandish brackets. There's two sides. Like, come on. Who's it going to be? Yeah. 
like bracket at least takes like eight teams. You guys have like four, if, if you're, that. If you're lucky. That's four if you include NXT, because they're still Caden freaking uh You're gonna have to scar- you're gonna have uh, to Casey Catanzaro. Them- I'm not calling them by their fucking new names. And there's like toxic attraction. And then there's whatever the hell is on the main yeah. roster, which is like which at that time was Sasha and uh Naomi and Nikki ASH and Dewdrop. That's four tag teams right there. there okay, now who else is your other four? Yep. That isn't gonna be made up on the fly. Yep. That makes sense. Oh, man. I feel on another timeline that he did that did like that, but they had Alexa and Liv Morgan as one of the tag teams in there. Yeah. That's what I felt feel they did because everybody was making that comparison on Twitter a while ago. Mm-hmm. So much so that they tagged Alexa in the photo with Bianca and Liv posing backstage. They tagged Alexa over live in that photo yeah that's a botch on their social media end but speaking of social media oh, great yeah. segue um oh, jordan yeah. grace has been under fire the last uh, couple of i think days yeah, it's about about like going on i think day three now so imagine my surprise when i saw benoit trending on twitter i could imagine i was just like what the hell is going on like is there like I'm thinking is did is Dark Side doing something else? Because that's the only credible thing I could think of. Because like also it's also a little bit of my mind since they added Ric Flair back to the intro now with WWE. So mm-hmm. they got taken off because of a dark side of the ring. So I'm like thinking something like that or whatever. Go look at it and I see, okay, Jordine Grace is at the top of my list. That's crazy. Okay, but I start going on. Okay, so it was Jordine Grace that had something to say about Benoit. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty hot take. Have you seen the tweet? I've seen the tweet. Yep. I know you saw it today. I saw it like yesterday. But let me get it right here for you. She said, this is going to be the coldest take I ever tweet on this app. You weren't wrong. She went on to say, this is going to be the coldest take I ever tweet on this app. I already know y'all going to be mad. I don't think Benoit could 100% hang with most of the present-day best wrestlers. He would not be able to remember his matches. Also, may he burn in hell. Amen. Prayer emoji. Then put on... She really really made a hang joke? Was that supposed to be a joke? No, concussion. Oh. Okay. I don't know about, like, the hang part. I don't know if that was... Like was that like intentional? Like, I don't know if that was to supposed to be. I don't know if that was supposed to be like its own little like, like was that jab. The, like was that the jab she was? Was that the cold part she was talking about? I mean, if she had capitalized like that, I guess you could have maybe looked at it. But she said, proving a point. I said something very lightly critical about him. People just jumped to defend him. He should never, all capitalized, be defended. Dude lost that right when he gave his seven-year-old a, a Xanax. And strangled him while he was already unconscious. I saw a lot of people's takes on that. We were talking about that in Heels Court. Shout out Heels Court, Vic and Brett. Heels Court, Malik, Tim. Malik. Love you, Tim. My UFC brother, apparently. Played two like I did. Actually, kind of got shocked. Huh. Went through all freaking my career just going through different weight divisions? That sounds like me. I was like, okay. Virtual too sweet. Let's go. There we go. And I believe we're missing one person. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I believe Tim, right? 
Uh, I just said Tim. I said shout out Tim. I love you, you Tim. Oh, you didn't say like the most classic line uh, though. Nah. I was waiting for it. I was like uh, waiting I for it. Like, I, I, I think we're gonna. It was pass. like Tim followed by "fuck your feelings." Like it was like the uh, name of his band that he was like the front singer. Hey, bring it up for Tim and fuck your feelings. <laughs> I wasn't gonna give it to him this one this time around. But fuck your feelings, Tim. You know what? It's uh, whatever. Whatever. There you go. I wasn't originally gonna give him one this time, but fuck your feelings, Tim. Because I came up with his name of his band if he ever starts one. Up. No, it's because you brought it up. You just went through it, so it's just like, come on! It's been like every time we shout out Heels Court, it was just like that's the name of the cast, but that was like the name of the band who was doing the intro, and he was also a character on the show that everybody hated. Everybody's the opening act, and then it's Tim and fuck your feelings. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like Heels Court deserving like its opening like song called Tim and Fuck Your Feelings. Like that's the name of like the heavy metal band that's doing it, but it's all like wrestling themed. Oh my god. And it's like like being the elite intro. Like right when they introduce Flip Gordy, they don't even show his name. And like right at the end of the intro, it's like produced like music produced by Tim and Fuck Your Feelings. And it just says Starring, it's just a starring Tim, and it's just like literally two frames that you see, and it just cuts to the show like right there with another character. I love how we're talking about Tim as like it's okay. Hey, this is what happens when you give me fucking weed, and then you don't do that after saying Tim. Oh god, I'm not the one who says fuck your feelings. I'm surprised that people just don't give a shit about his feelings in the chat that often. That everybody just laughs like, yeah, fuck you, Tim. <laughs> it's like fuck you and your opinions. It's like it no, doesn't matter. Oh god. That's how some people, I think, <laughs> view it. I remember, I remember how that started too. Cody. No, it started off with a picture of Kenny Omega pouring out a can of beer oh, that uh, that FTR gave to him. And I originally put pouring some out for Tim's feelings. And then when Tim would get a little too much, I found a picture of Stone Cold pouring two out over, I think it was Mankind. And I'm like, well, all right, well, when one isn't enough. And then when he really starts wiling Stone Cold with the beer truck, fuck your feelings. Greatest thing ever. I like how we just started talking about this because we really don't want to talk about Benoit. Yeah. I mean, I was very I mean, shocked to see. Like, it's oh, just that's like, what we were talking about. Yeah, you buy us. But child, I, I, I got lost in the good times. Yeah, I, like, kind of fucked me up here. For yeah, me. we got talk, stuck on heels court, which tends to happen because yeah. uh, it was a big conversation there, okay. and it was more or less like saying, like you know, like there's still like some people there that like want to hang on to the fact that he could be in the Hall of Fame, but we are mainly going on about like. It's more or less like, yeah, I'm saying like a lot. Yeah, I'm okay with it. But it's more or less, sorry, uh, not being able to differentiate like the performer from the actual man. Yes. And we went over another thing saying that uh, when you get to the Hall of Fame, it's more or less celebrating who the person is behind the role and how they got there. Mm -hmm. So it's like it kind of makes you want to think about what he did in his final days yeah. it's like granted we all know about cte and all that we all know everybody's seen the dark side episodes already so pretty much a wide more margin of wrestling fans know so it's just more or less like you know awful human being for his last hours but we all know the whole story yeah but 
that was like a giant topic for like in heels court. It was mainly with uh, me, uh, Brett, and Vic. But then Chavo went out and retweeted her, mm-hmm. saying, "I think Jordan at Jordan Grace just lost a lot of respect from the wrestling uh, community and also a lot of wrestling credibility, rather, from some of her comments." Yeah. And there are quite a few people who agreed with her, at least on that string of uh, tweets from that post. The only thing I disagree with her on, I'm not going to touch on the uh, everything that we also know, is what her saying that she he couldn't uh, compete in the ring with, he couldn't hang in there with a lot of the guys in the ring. Of today. Of yeah. Today. That's a load of bullshit. I don't believe so. I don't even like talking about it, to be honest. I know. It's like... I, I don't because it's it's just like that one thing like I kind of agree with her how he should just kind of never be talking about talked yeah. about because I mean look at what he's done in I, his final days not only that plus when he died when they examined his brain he had that of a what was it 70 year old Alzheimer's patients or 80 seven year, or 80 80 year old Alzheimer's patients I'm sa- he wouldn't be able to go with the people in the ring today anyway no I'm, sa- I'm saying this from I'm saying this more of not Take away everything we know. Take away. You the can't fa- though. But, but this is Ben Wab. But but this is what I'm saying. Hold on. Let me actually finish before you kill right, me. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying take away everything that we know, and just focus on the in ring performer before everything that happened. He's considered one of the best technicians of all time. Think of him as just that, and put him up against like Danielson. I don't want to. But I'm just I'm just saying like as some like. That's the only thing I'm disagreeing with her on. If we I agree did, with her, if just we for the, I agree with her on that because it's somebody who shouldn't be remembered for his work. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But I'm just saying, like, but you said like you have to like compare him to today's stuff and saying that he would hang. No, I'm just saying, like, okay, ready for this? One way or another, he wouldn't be able to go in the ring the, today. Also, look at how many concussions he exactly. had. Exactly. The man, by de- by default, by default is concussion king. We are moving on. Damn. Because we would have been here for a while. <laughs> damn. Speaking of damn, NXT got fucking traction. Yeah. Correction, correction. The indie version of NXT. NXT UK. Yeah, the one that actually has banger matches on it, just no one notices. Yeah, because they don't advertise it. You find out by accident. You know how I found out NXT UK was happening on a Thursday? Through the community section of the YouTube. (laughs) WWE's community section on YouTube. That's amazing. That's so obscure, I'm surprised I found it. That's great. Remember when they made a big deal about NXT UK in like 2016, 2017? Yes. Yeah, because that's when it started. I was literally watching. It was the uh, NXT uh, uh, UK United Kingdom tournament. Well, that was the first to crown the belt. And then they did another one for the women's title. And I think they went to TV from there. But they also had a takeover after their first month. It took two. No, it took two years before we got NXT UK. Because remember, we had that banger of a match with Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne well, yeah, that was at like uh, NXT TakeOver. NXT and their indies. Remember how he showed up on the indies? Yep. Oh, no, I'm talking about like uh, NXT uh, TakeOver Chicago, I think it was. You're talking about like uh, Dunne versus uh, Bate. That was like after he won the title, you mean? That was when uh, Dunne won the title. No, I'm talking about like after like the tournament, rather. Yeah. Where Tyler won it. Yeah. And now we're in another situation like that. We're Tyler's champ, but 
Man, that's the only time it was really credible back when Volter. Uh, well, Volter, they already had television at that point. At that point, they had like their first takeover where Volter debuted mm-hmm. at the end. So it had like its moments where it's like, oh, a takeover. Well, everybody's going to watch a takeover. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. They never advertised it as much like must-see viewing. You just heard about it over hearsay, basically. It's like, oh, did you hear this happened in NXT UK? Like, oh, did you hear about Ilya Dragunov and Volter fucking chopping the hell out of each other was, well that match is gonna make it out there just because a lot of people were comparing it to be one of the most brutal things they ever saw yeah and then also they did that rematch that was amazing and yeah. possibly on the last great takeover we had but speaking of Ilya, when it comes to injuries another one another, another one. one so God. he vacated the title and now tyler bait is champion yeah, they Master set, Tyler Bate. They uh, had their tapings, and basically the word after them is that Tyler Bate won the title now. Yeah. Which, congrats to Tyler. Yeah. I mean, good shit, kid. It's sad. The dude's like, what, 26 <laughs> now? Don't he was 19 there. when he won the title. He wouldn't be 26. I'm 26. He'd be a little bit younger. Yeah. He's like probably 24. <laughs> Congratulations, Even Tyler still, what Bate. the fuck? Hopefully... The dragon off gets better soon. Yeah, I don't know what the we. I don't think we heard what the injury was, did we? I didn't hear what the injury was. It was just that he had to be uh, vacated the title. Mm. Uh, this I just feel like this is the last, like one of the last nail in the coffin for NXT UK yeah, because it's just, like yeah, just get, get rid of the division, get rid of the NXT UK division, just bring whoever you got over to the regular NXT. I don't want to say get rid of it nah. because it's the last real NXT we actually have, and I refuse to accept that Nickelodeon piece of shit. <laughs> Next thing you know, they'll be throwing slime everywhere. And there already are with that damn color intro and I mean, logo. I mean, no, I'm talking about like. Legit Even Wale can't save that bullshit. <laughs> anyway, before we end, uh, before we end this first segment here, before we end the first half of the show, then it's um, just that meaty thing. Want to just throw an R.I.P. up in the air to Mr. Kazuki Takahashi. Yeah. For those of you that have are familiar with the infamous game Yu-Gi-Oh that many of us played when we were younger, and some of us still do to this day. Man, died at the age of 60. Uh, prayers out to his family and friends. Dude, my childhood died yeah, yesterday. Our childhood was kind of... Had to take a minute to actually, like, for it to actually sink in. It's like, yo, the creator, like, of Yu-Gi-Oh, of Yu-Gi-Oh is gone. Just died. Like, the, like, that was the first thing I saw when I woke up. How do you think that made me feel? I found out like around like my first break of like around noon. Yeah, because I remember sending it to the chat as soon as I saw it. After I posted on my story, I'm just like, well, there goes my fucking childhood. I found out through like my feed first. And I was like, what? Okay. And it took me a minute. It's like, yo, you still collected that card. It's like through when it really blew up in America all the way to at least like now. Yeah. And I still have like most of my like good cards and it just bought back a lot of memories down to the show i still have a ps1 video game of Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah dead ass so old it's like the levels don't matter you can just throw it straight down that's how oh. old it is <laughs> oh that was before season uh season two yeah and it was a video game i, I love that game, I know what game we're talking about because i had this forbidden game. something forbidden memories what, yeah what was the website one that uh you you showed me duel that, links duel links yeah that was the one that blew up 
That's one a lot of people have downloaded. Yeah, that's the they play that online. Yeah, that's the uh, the newer version. That's the I thought it was the dueling network. That too, dual network. Fuck yeah, that's that the one I was wondering that about. That's the one I was wondering about. Shit. There's a lot of good Yu-Gi-Oh games. There really are. Yeah. We'll be here forever thinking about it. But who is your guy's favorite Yu-Gi-Oh monster? Don't be a simp and say Dark Magician Girl. I'm not. Actually. What's wrong with Dark Magician Girl? <laughs> Nothing. It's just a lot of people. Are you simping for Dark Magician Girl? No. Because I think you are, and a lot of people are thinking that right now. No. That sounded like very, like, that came from, like, a very personal actually, place. My favorite card has to, just because of the uniqueness and it was only really brought out once, the Red Dark Magician. Oh, yeah, the copy. Oh, oh yeah, I have that copy. It was really up because up until recently, it was only available in Japanese. Yeah, I have the I have it, uh, and then it got reprint, and then it got reprinted for the uh, the triple deck thing that they yeah that they did for uh, one of the legendary decks. Yeah, and it's like wow, they brought it out in English. Yeah, That's... you still have yet to get your hands on it, huh? Eh, it's all good. For me, the old school part of me wants to say the original version of what I'm going to say, but I have to say Blue Eye Shining Dragon. That's, That's my favorite one. Yeah, because right. I I like remember. Remember we went to the, the you got that from the movies. Yeah, that was a movie. I got that right as the movie was starting because the thing is, like, it was an AMC too. Oh like, yeah, when you know, they would the give one. out the they gave out yeah. the card packs. I heard about that. Yeah, I got it right as the intro was rolling because they said you had to go to like customer service because a lot of people bought their tickets and they were just getting so many people coming in to get it. They they really had to go in the back to just refresh it that often. Mm -hmm. I remember that. So I got mine like right after the movie like started. She's like, oh, like they're saying you can go get the cards now. I'm like, ran. I missed zero. Zero. Z That's how fast I went and got it. It's like, thank you. I made out like a bandit that day. I remember I saw like the cards too, and it kind of spoiled me for the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I can even get excited. It's like, I'm like, was I supposed to wait to open these to watch the movie to understand what's going on? Open it? Dude, they gave me straight the cards. Like, the bare cards. Oh. I had yeah. to, like, put it in my pocket and, like, hold it on the way so it wouldn't oh, get they, dense. They, they came in, like, little gold packs. I didn't get that bullshit No, they came, in <laughs> they came in silver. I've seen unboxings of them. Yeah. That is some horse shit. <laughs> they just got the straight cards. <laughs> that is, I was robbed. <laughs> I was robbed of a quality container. That is some horse shit. I had that whole... Well, it's not that bad. Brandon, what's yours before we go to commercial? I was going to say, that or either Blue Eyes is the standard for that, obviously. That, too. That that would be one of my personal favorites. Normal Blue Eyes? Yeah. I'd say so. That, but, I'm, I'm, but as a personal favorite, it's either the Dark Magician or Red Eyes Black Dragon. Oh, yeah. My favorite of Red Eyes is Red Eyes Darkness Dragon. That one's so hot. I like, the so tune. Cool. I like the tunes. The tunes were cool. Ooh, the tulans were a cool thing. Or, or also el any elemental hero cards. The Egyptian Those god are, cards. Yeah. The ones that made everybody instantly mad whenever somebody bust them out in the middle of a fucking duel. <laughs> He's I like, mean, my Just Desserts <laughs> fucked you up. It did. Oh, he hates Just Desserts. Fucking Graveskeeper deck, I remember. Oh my god. He's like, oh. They all get a bonus for each one in the field. How many you got in the field? Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Maximum. Okay, just desserts. 
2500 right off the bat. Yeah, this, hey, remember, you know what would be good? Another Just Desserts. He had to bring out, like, fucking Obelisk out of frustration. And there was also, like, my cards that were, like, let's say, put in a pretty strategic, like, thing. He attacked them with his little light ones before they had, like, the fucking field card, fuck you, out. So... Man, there's a lot of things I can say. Yeah, this motherfucker has stolen, has fucking taken too many Egyptian god cards from me. And offered me trades and never traded. I've still yet to find this motherfucker. Um, I'm more or less looking to complete the blue eyes shit. I just need blue eyes ultimate and I'm set. I already have three blue eyes, but I'd like to get some more. I think I actually, I think (laughs) I have uh, cards for a blue eyes deck. I have a lot of shit. I have a lot of shit for a dragon deck. I love dragons. They're badass. Yes, they are. But, but man, R.I.P. This was like a yeah, this big was kind blow. of a blow. Um, now I want to watch Yu-Gi-Oh after this podcast. I thought about it like right after I heard about the news. It's like it makes me want to watch the original run. It makes me want to take out my cards and practice again. Yeah, I used to practice against myself against my own deck, but like shuffle everything. Amazing. I really cared after a while. There's that point where I came back in high school. Shit was nice. R.I.P. Once again, yeah. it's just sad. It is, well, but. We'll be right back after this break. And we're back. Back again. All right, so we just want to shout out everybody. You know, give the usual rundown because, you know, there's obviously nothing to talk about. So let's get those shout outs out of the way. Want to shout out, you know, Dirty Heels. Dirty, wait, there's more? Yeah. Wait, what y'all want to talk about? That's it, right? We just do shout outs, right? No. What? No. Yeah, that's it. There, you, there's a whole nother segment. Is there? Yes. Yeah, dude. Oh, we got to talk about AEW coming up. We got to talk about Fighter Fest. Yeah. Oh, you guys want to talk about Vince? <laughs> no, I'm just bullshitting. So. How is there more? It definitely feels like a Friday, just because this is the one thing I hear. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, it's just going to be like SmackDown, some usual BS. And it's just like, so the Wall Street Journal heard Vince was talking shit. And basically, its older brother came through. Pretty much. Ah. Yeah. So four more women came forward. There's a reason why we use the intros we do. Don't think we don't pay attention. So... Bleacher Report reported Vince McMahon paid $12 million to four women over the past 16 years 16. To, Holy to stop allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity becoming public. Per WSJ, per Wall Street Journal. Yep. You almost said junior. Journal. But what the fuck? And it said, among these huge payment from Sean Rossap, payment to a former talent that claims Vince McMahon coerced her, coerced her into having oral sex, then demoted her and didn't renew her deal when she rejected further advances. Another involved alleged unsolicited nudes from Vince to a talent. And I believe like uh, the one that wasn't renewed was uh, 2005 or maybe another woman who were refused to resign in 2005 yeah it's like and then rita chatterton came forward a couple weeks ago like uh the first wwe uh wf ref 
from like the 80, 1986 where she said she reviews SA, like advances from Vince and a limo where she thought that she was just going to renegotiate a new deal. So, and even Sean Ross Sapp saying that he reached out to her and I was waiting for feedback. But, jeez. Four more. That makes six. Like, and it's a clear timeline. It was like uh, 2005, 2006, 2008, and then up So around now. the Ruthless Aggression era. Yeah, 2004 going into five. 16 years ago. I remember posting on my story. That was before I even started watching wrestling. Like, I knew about it because of, like, The Rock, because I just loved The Scorpion King, because I thought it was, like, the greatest thing ever as a child. So that's the only time I really gave a crap about wrestling. And as you guys know, that's kind of when Rock was on the outs. Yep. So I was, like, I was only four years old. So I only saw, like, his, like, because matches. He went to Hollywood. I only saw his matches, and they're kind of, like, a blurred memory. So it's kind of like a hearsay kind of thing about it. So I just mainly knew it at that time as that company The Rock used to wrestle for. I only gave a shit about Star Wars and Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man 3 was right around the corner. I mean, come on. It was going to be the greatest movie of all time. I couldn't wait to see Venom. I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> Knowing what I got, I can't even say that. It made being a Spider-Man fan at least a little bit disappointing. Because yeah. going into middle school, it was just like a little bit of like saying I was a Batman fan after Batman and Robin. Bat nipples. <laughs> Bat credit card. But I didn't even watch wrestling. That's how long. I wasn't even a man. Like this has been going on since then. And a lot of people have been trying to do their guessing games, trying to pinpoint who it is based on, like, the timeline. Because they said, like, now it's several talent. Uh-huh. So I want to say it's NDAs, which stand for Non-Disclosure Agreement. It's obviously third-hand storytelling from a – not storytelling. From a second hand. But from a second hand. Like, second, third, that's going to these journals. And now it's looking like more and more women are actually starting to feel comfortable coming out and saying this stuff about Vince. Because I thought it was just going to be they're going to keep investigating that one. Because I'm being, I'm being honest. Like, when I heard that, I'm like, eh, well, we've heard a bunch of other shit in the past. And it makes you wonder about if there's more going on to that. But then it's like, besides all, like, the Sable and the stuff you hear about, it's like, okay, so there's more. Yeah. And it's like, four women came forward. $12 million. Because one of them came forward in 2008 looking for another settlement, and that's where another million got paid. And that and here and here's, and here's the thing, it's like, yes, Vince is a millionaire, but how much of that money in the past 16 years was also company funds? Because I also heard that uh, the one WWE knew about this too; they knew about at least one of them because. What the one of them that received the unsolicited picks went to them and said, Hey, just so you know, the boss is doing this. Also, I remember seeing some of uh Fightful's article. There was like actually like times where he had shown up late to tapings and he would like say his excuse was, Oh, I'm in my other it was my other relationship. And it was kind of said like in a half joking kind of way. Like, from that person's point of view. That's yeah. kind of nuts to hear that he was actually almost bragging about it, and it was true. Like, yeah. that's kind of crazy to hear. Yeah. It's, it's fucking nuts. 
it's like, and it, and I swear to God, if he shows up on SmackDown or any form of like, how do you like, how do you show up with like after this? How do you come back you, from how, this? People have been fired from their CEO positions <laughs> and lost it from just for less. Yeah, like uh, the because the thing is, most companies have a policy where like a higher up can't date someone under them. And this went from sexual misconduct to basically sexual harassment because it's like saying like uh, inappropriately touching a woman like while she was like there and refusing her advances there and refusing a kiss from him too. One of them. Yeah. So it's like that's that's straight sexual harassment. Like that, it went from sexual misconduct from like you know promoting this girl and like having her like in another position and paying her from like a hundred thousand dollars to two hundred thousand dollars with her next raise and almost got bought yeah. up to like the inner circle levels of things in a way. Yeah, with that big promotion. And that's the and that's the pro and that's the problem with it. That's the main focus of this investigation is that like stuff like that is illegal and will get you fired. It's because or taken down because like uh, I think I heard it from uh, Wrestle Talk when they did the breaking news of it. Mm -hmm. They said that a McDonald's employee, uh, a McDonald's CEO, got fired from his position because of uh, shit like that. Yeah, I think that was like either last year or a couple of years ago, but it was still like less than that. Yeah, so it's just like, and then also the money is another thing. Is like. Was that his own money or was that company's funds? Especially like when uh, with one of the women, it was seven point five million for one woman. And they're like, saying like twelve million. Like how bad was? Are we sure this is the only amount? Like since there's more, like there's more likely more women. That's probably even more millions of dollars spent. Like this is millions. This isn't like a hundred thousand. Although that is what uh, John Laurinaitis is also being tied to. About like uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, Sean Ross F. There's another seven-figure NDA tied to John Laurinaitis that was revealed by Wall Street Journal as well. So even him, seven hundred thousand dollars though, or seven-figure, which I believe that is. Let's see it, how much it, seven figures is. It, it's nuts. It really seven is. figures is like nine hundred thousand. Any nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars all the way to a hundred thousand. That's seven grams. I'm not being a drug dealer here. Just saying, you're asking. No, I'm, that, I'm telling Google that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's just like my question is, how much of the money was company funds? Because like WWE knew about at least one of them, right? So it's just like, what? It's like, how deep does this go? How many people? actually knew and are trying to cover it up before this latest one was uh before the first one that started all this right yeah i mean the whole thing started with just that hush money with uh that one woman that went from 2019 to 2020 and then was quote handed like a toy to john laurinitis and then was basically working alongside him that whole time so there was like her friend that came out and allegedly talked about it on twitter after it got like announced, yeah. So, ah oh, man, like this is like this came out of nowhere too. This was all like the early in the morning too, like yeah. around eleven, eight, nine ish, ten, where I found this out at least. 
man, it's a messed up situation because it's just like. And also that June 17th SmackDown appearance, since you mentioned him possibly showing up on SmackDown, which I don't think he did. But that first appearance, he was quoted by somebody backstage saying after he came back, fuck him. That's... Straight, quote for quote like that. Obviously, you're not going to give out who because, you know, duh. It's crazy. I mean, it is what it is. Well, I mean, it's not it is what it is, but it, it's it's Vince McMahon. Like, people knew he was a pervert. Like, everybody's just now there. starting to figure out that, yo, this is Vince. Like, what you saw on, we talk about, we talked about it earlier, differentiating the person from, like, the performer. Mm -hmm. Is there even a line with Vince? I mean, it looked like it just really continued backstage I'm I'm, to a degree. I'm telling you, the Mr. America segment with the lie detector really I've aged seen that. like I've shit. Seen, I've seen that everywhere now. I am no pervert. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know, pal. Um, well, the lie detector even went. She posted that yeah. on my line. Yeah. Shout out Gigi and the Knuckleheads. Oh, but God. But like, yeah, like. Basically, like, it was, like, compared to, like, how he was, like, some people, like, talent backstage were almost looking at him coming out as, like, no-selling it yeah. and being defiant. Yeah. It's like, wow, you left your chairman position to be head of creative. And it's like, you're still really in charge of the company here. Like, if we talk about the type of company that we're talking about where creative is the reason it thrives and why it's actually, you know, yeah. here... Because it's creative that people tuned in to watch, especially yeah. during the 80s and 90s where everybody was watching. Yeah. It's like you're still here. We were talking like uh, on the way here. And it's like Stephanie only feels like interim chairwoman only in name. It just feels like a front. It, 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 that's that's exactly really what it, it feels like. Be. I mean, yeah, she handles like uh, the day to day. And there's been reports where she's like given meetings and like led meetings. And everybody said that it was a fairly like good meeting pretty solid on point for certain things but it's like that's something that she would have to do no matter what in that position it's yeah. just like i feel like vince looks at it as one less thing he has to do i mean obviously vince is in charge because somebody puked we all know hey, how he feels about that with the whole otis thing on raw and we also had the fucking pose down to end raw so oh, man like like that's how you know he's there and after this there's a lot of people saying like he should just be gone like, from creative, from any position. Right now, he just needs to, like, leave until this stuff gets sorted out. Because it's like, if some, like, weird way, if he ever beats this, I say weird because he did say he will accept the outcome of the investigation no matter what it is. So, he's saying he will take responsibility for it, regardless, right as this started. But if he somehow beats this, which I highly doubt, like, oh, man, it'd just be nuts to actually think about. Yeah, like he actually, he actually, if he actually won, that'd be the only time I could see him coming back. Like, as a position right now, you need to leave because until this stuff gets proven, like, you know, wrong, not, not you're not guilty of all this stuff. It's a bad look for you to be here. And it's not just you. Because, like, oh, like, the Vince McMahon and everything we've, like, said earlier about that he's done, like, 
like a like backstage in the lawsuits. Like this is not even his first sexual harassment lawsuit. There's the Sable one and, and also other John Laurinaitis. And uh, yeah, John Laurinaitis is also being investigated too, which is more or less his right hand man. Which a lot of people drew a lot of groans about him getting promoted to his new position again. That was like recently where he got promoted again. So it brought up a lot of questions with that, and then this whole thing broke. But even for people who've been bought down for less, leaving is the right thing to do for the company's sake. Yeah. Because I saw on Wall Street in the article that their stock had dropped 0.92. That's, a, that's almost one point. That's a When lot. it comes to stock and that this is like a millions to like billion dollar company, because I forget the Peacock deal. I think that was a billion. I'm not quite sure. But, oh, man, a point? Like one, almost one point is bad. You're at point two, nine two. Shit. Yeah. And that's like the tens of like millions at that point, which is like how much to us? Yeah. We'd wish to see that amount. I, I think I said it in the group chat because I forgot. Which who, I have a job you might want to like talk about after the show. I forgot who, I forgot who said it. Who sent the? Uh, oh, Eddie sent uh, the uh, the gif of Kurt Angle on Raw. It was like, oh yeah, where you like, uh, where you realize Vince spent more on ass than he did for WCW. Do y'all know how much he spent for WCW? Like a million dollars. It was actually more than that. I had to Google it because to I... give you everything in total, it's about four point one million. That's how much he paid for. The whole thing as a whole because he had to pay individually for everything else and then the contract yeah let me get it for you right now it's the first thing aol time roll time warner sold the trademarks for wcw's name and logo to the wwf for 2.5 million in 2001 damn and shortly afterwards wwf owner vince mcmahon purchased the entire wcw videotape library for an additional $1.7 million. So 3.9. Bringing the final tally to, actually, I was wrong, to 4.2 for all of WCW sale to $4.2 million. And that doesn't include the contracts they bought out, too. You know, I, I, I remember seeing that. I commented in the group chat, uh, where was that $12 million when you were budget cutting people? Yeah. Now, because it's like we even talked about that before with the first allegation. It's like, yo, imagine being a talent that got released and now is wondering where all that millions of dollars and how, like, like how that releases were budget cuts and everything. Exactly. This guy's throwing away millions, like it's singles at the strip club, exactly. now and it actually is something that is his character now or who the, he is. Because now all the pieces fit Electric. together. Yeah, all the pieces fit together, and the now there's going to be tons of questions. Like, uh, what's it called? It's going to be wild. It's definitely going to be wild. Mickey James fucking on Twitter had me dying with a gif of herself saying what with the quote, no wonder I never got a raise, raise dot, 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 shrug emoji. <laughs> like, you got to be thinking about it now. Like, all the people that were from that era were like, wait a minute. Is that why I didn't get a raise? Or is that why I didn't get this much money? Like, I have questions now. All those releases, quote, unquote, All the budget releases, cuts. budget cuts. Yes. Yeah. Are you guys sure? Oh. Like, budget cuts. Are y'all sure about that? I'm positive. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I was about to say the John Cena meme. Are you sure about that? 
this is nuts. Like it just like, keeps getting everybody crazier. is like the main consensus consensus I've been seeing from people. Like uh, Denise Salcedo like said it best. Like at this point, like you kind of have to say he has to go because yeah. it was bold of him to even show up on TV in the first place. And she was like saying like how on the the podcast like when they found out on the podcast as it was announced, mm. she's like, oh, is it just gonna be like like him in character, like us versus them? And in a way, it really was. Yeah. I mean, like then, now, forever, and that last word is most important together. And then said, welcome to SmackDown, as he almost disgustingly got an applause and everything of everybody yeah. just stroking his ego, which is nuts to even comprehend. Yeah, that made, I, I'm like, going to say it again, that made me sick. Yeah, I actually kind of felt ashamed to actually had watched WWE knowing that. It's like, wow. This dude really got a reaction like that. And this is not even the crap that he's done as a character, which is actually just about, in a way, the same thing. I mean, that crap he did with Trish was pretty much that. That's basically what it was. Paul Paul Heyman said it best. You flex your affairs in front of your wife. Vincent Kennedy Mikmahan. Yeah. But... I, I I don't I don't know what more there is to be said right now. But what I will say is that I just hope there's not more. You know what I mean? There probably might be, to be honest. Yeah. I thought that was it to I begin know. with. And Besides like a little keep... bit more on the ones we already knew. And the more they keep finding is just like, well shit. You, you know the expression, small fish in a big pond is going to take time for this stuff to come out. Yep. Well, it's like, you we'll know, be here when it does. Yeah. But until, until then, next time, please don't drink and drive, park and spark. Please smoke responsibly wherever you may be. Enjoy your high of Enjoy. life. Exactly. And... Well, I mean, remember we're all. Shit, I really got nothing, man. Remember we're all people. I think I'm all out. Um, Going back to the Shotzi thing real quick. Just remember we're all people. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. we all make mistakes. We all. We, we all, all go but, through we shit. We all botch things in life, man. And no, no, no one's perfect. And if you say you are, you're a liar. You're all bullshit on that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Vince just proved that his only botches is basically getting gone. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time. Peace. Love y'all.